most of us have debt. Anyone with a mortgage has an eye-watering amount of debt. But when push comes to shove, having a mortgage is good debt. You're investing in an asset, hopefully. Uh, and you know that the payments you're making are putting a roof over your family's head. There's a point to it. Even student loans, which is probably the first big debt that many young people incur, can be seen as an asset if you've chosen your course of education wisely. But drowning in debt because you simply don't have enough money coming in to cover your living costs is a terrible, terrible way to exist. And it's not simply down to poor money management. According to one news last night, more than half a million Kiwis now owe $1.9 billion to the Ministry of Social Development. These come in the form of interest-free loans, and they're available for those on benefits to pay for school uniforms, urgent dentist bills, electricity bills, if your washing machine breaks down or your car needs repairing. The loans must be paid back. They are interest-free, but they must be paid back. And although the payments are only 30 to $40 a week, if the only income you have is a benefit, then that is quite a chunk. It's all relative. If you're only getting $360 a week, losing $60 of that is significant. One of the beneficiaries interviewed on One News has to repay $46 out of her $386 benefit every week. She has four children, and she says it's a real struggle to keep her head above water. Now the Green Party are calling for the debts to be wiped, $1.9 billion worth of debt to be wiped, to enable a reset for all those beneficiaries to get back on their feet. I simply can't see how that would work if you're not getting enough money coming in to cover your costs, if there isn't enough money com coming in to cover a washing machine repair or a car repair or an urgent dental bill then you're only going to go back into debt. There's not enough money coming in to live. So for the debts to be wiped would be utterly futile unless you call for the debts to be wiped and then the benefit rate to be raised so that people do have enough to live on. They don't get into that vicious cycle. Kamal Sepuloni, who's the Minister for Social Development, said having a system whereby beneficiaries can get interest-free loans was far better than families having to go to loan sharks to cover some of the basics, which was what was happening in the past, and they were getting 35 40% interest. It was just appalling. Uh, and she's right. You know, if you can get an interest-free loan from the Ministry of Social Development, that is better than going to the loan sharks. Uh, she says wiping the debt is simply not up for consideration. David Seymour, the leader of ACT, says the loan scheme is creating a culture of entitlement, which I think shows David Seymour has never been on the bones of his bum. When you are on a very low wage, I've never been on a benefit, but I have worked for on a low wage for a while as a single mum. And when you are on a low wage, it is really tough. The slightest thing can set you back. Friends of mine would say, why are you only putting $10 worth of petrol into the car? I'd say, so if it gets stolen, they can't get far. Which was nonsense. It was because I couldn't afford to put more than $10 into the car. Anything, anything out of the ordinary in terms of expenses made you feel physically ill because you wondered how the hell you were going to pay it back. 
there were constant compromises. If the sums don't add up in terms of the money coming into the house, in terms of outgoings, it really is a cycle of despair. So if the benefits aren't enough for people to survive, then it's a pointless exercise lending them money that they can't pay back, or that they try to pay back but then need emergency grants or food parcels to get through the week. You are living, quite literally, hand to mouth. It really is futile. It's a bit like spending a million dollars a day on emergency housing. What the hell is that all about? It keeps people trapped in a hopeless situation, and taxpayers are spending millions and millions of dollars to keep them there. Would it make more economic sense to raise benefits rather than putting people into that vicious cycle of lending and repayment? Or would that alter, subvert the job market? Would that mean people would choose a beneficiary lifestyle over a low-paid job? I just cannot see how you would choose to live on a benefit if the alternative was a job, even if it was a low-paid one. I cannot see how you could get any kind of self-respect and self-awareness if you chose to live on a benefit rather than had to be there. Would it make more sense to raise the rates of the benefits? We've got about 11.8-12% of the working age population on benefits, which seems a hell of a lot. And I don't think that even took into account sickness payments. Although they're all into one now, aren't they? I don't know, each government seems to change them. I have never lived on a benefit, as, as I say, but I have been on the bones of my bum through the choices I made about the work I was doing, and it's entirely my own fault and got myself out of there. But I had the option of doing so. Others don't. 